Hello, everyone. This is Serious and Sober, and this week we're having a super duper slumber party with B. Bertrand, and that's really exciting. Um, before we get them in here, I just want to show off my offensive shirt. Um, it is something that I feel a genuine connection with. I feel like it is very true to the connection I have with my cat. I am not fucking my cat. I do have a special connection with him, though. And uh, <laughs> and when I bought this shirt, the person I was dating at the time got legitimately offended by it because he was under the impression that we were soulmates and that it was rude of me to replace him with my cat. So I replaced him with my cat. <laughs> anyway, um, so today we are going to be talking about staying positive. My cat does miss me. I just, oh, thank you, Wes. So I've been isolating, um, not at home, so away from my precious little man. And I don't know who's taking it worse, me or him. <laughs> So um, anyway, today we are going to be talking about staying positive during COVID and the end of the world because it's kind of hard and, well, I need help. So let's get B in here and we will figure out um, what to do. <laughs> hi, friend. Hello. Hi. How's it going? Oh, it's going so well. I... Um, I made a fort and now I get to sit in it, which is the point of a fort. So I feel like I've succeeded today. I love your fort. Your whole little back setup is so cute. I love the little sign with my name on it. And I love your PJs. I feel like I wish I had some sort of like, uh, lovely PJ ensemble to wear for you, but this is what I wear to bed all the time. You can't see my basketball shorts, but this is my sleeping sweater. And uh, I put my hat on because what's going on here and I put my glasses on so it's like I'm really getting ready for bed but this light is really tough to position so it's not distracting my glasses yeah I, as long as you don't try to talk completely with your eyes I think we'll be able to get past the glare okay copy that thank you friend <laughs> oh, my pleasure oh and also I love your shirt and coincidence <gasps> My mug, my mom bought me this. That's precious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So um, everyone, welcome to Serious and Sober. Today we are going to be playing Truth or Dare. So to begin, I, um, B, I have a surprise lightning round of truth questions for you. Oh God. I know. Oh. I know you asked if you should know anything and this was probably it. So here we are. <laughs> You told me literally nothing, so here we are. <laughs> it's a blessing. <laughs> All right. right. Let's go. Truth. What is your name? E. Bertrand. What are your pronouns? Um, they, them. All right. What are some projects that you're excited about? Oh, my goodness. I, uh... I have a few projects that I'm really excited about. I've been doing um, much like this show that is really endearing to me. At the beginning of quarantine, I started my own thing because I was really sad and I didn't know what to do. So I have all the kids books that um, from when I was young, uh, I'd always just kept them. And so I just started reading 
uh, a story a night and it's turned into this lovely thing. And I have a show with Bad Dog now and I've been making plans to do more things with that. And uh, I found out something really silly today. I'm going to be kind of like a, a queer um, consultant on this because I work in commercials. I'm a PA. And so I'm going to be this queer consultant uh, for a commercial where there's going to be um, queer, non-binary, and trans people um, that are the actors. And so my friend and I thought it would be really funny to put together a series of educational videos. So I'm just kind of writing that, and it's going to be very silly. I'm so excited about that. Oh, my goodness. That sounds amazing. <laughs> I think oh. it'll be funny, but also hopefully educational because it's tough being like, you would think there'd be more people in the industry, but I'm for the most part, the only queer on set almost always. And so it's kind of funny to have to be in a situation where other people are now like, I'm out of my element. What am I supposed to do? And it's like, yeah, I'm trying to tell you. So let's put together some real silly videos and figure it out. Yeah, and honestly, comedy is such an easy education for people. And going about it through that that style of educational video is amazing. It's perfect, and I fully support it. I'm excited, and I think that they will actually be educational. Yeah, they will, because uh, my friend is straight, who we're writing it together, and she's been on set so many times when people have you know, acted a certain way or said a certain thing. And it's all funny because you have to, I mean, it's funny to an extent, but also it's like funny because sometimes you just can't believe it. And so I think this will be a really great way to write something great and funny, but also like make all the points that I've always wanted to make, but felt too uncomfortable to do so. Yeah. That's awesome. I can totally relate to um, not feeling the the strength to make that point and to bring it up because, like, I have had um, like like I'm a makeup artist, so I've had like like directors on set tell me that they don't have time to think about my pronouns, <laughs> yeah. and it's one of those things where it's like I understand that you're busy. But I don't think that excuses you misgendering me like that, especially when it's like, like if, if, if there are other ways you could word it and say like, like, I'm sorry, other things might be on my mind and I'll slip, but to actively be like, no, I'm not going to bother thinking about you. Yeah, I kind of had this moment on set and there was another queer person um, sort of recently and people were just like, I find that cis straight people often get kind of spiral when they're confronted with having to be, be a certain way or act a certain way that maybe they're not used to or using pronouns or speaking, you know, differently because the world is bigger. And I hope that doesn't sound like a slight, but anyways, I kind of came to this realization. I'm like, I, we have to remember everything about everyone else and names and pronouns and everything, and that's our normal life. And if people are confronted with one or two people uh, that they, you know, ha have met on set or whatever the situation is, that's one or two things you got to remember, dude. Like you're able to, and don't act like it's such a feat, like it's so tough. And don't verbalize that to the person who's like 
these are my pronouns or can you please try and get it right? You know, it's like you got one job and one person right now to remember this about. It's a yeah. lot. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you, you hear things uh, like just so often about about not wanting to put the effort in, but I find that sometimes the elective the elected aggression and uh, and like choosing to not make the change at some point that seems like more effort. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm really excited for these videos because there's so many. When I was writing out, and my bud and I were kind of laughing about things and throwing details and stuff. There's so many instances of these um, situations that we're confronted with all day, every day. And it's gonna be enlightening to kind of make light of that, but also like make a point and make people aware of what what's appropriate and how, and that everything's also okay. I think people are so worried that they're gonna say something irreparable and it's not gonna be okay. And it's like, we are very reasonable people and it's all going to be okay. You just got to pay attention a little bit. And, uh, you know, if you mess up, you don't have to panic. You can correct yourself with ease and kind of move on instead of people getting really aggressive and upset and just making you feel like I'm trying so hard. You have no idea. This is so hard for me. I am too old. Yeah. I feel like yeah. it's, in a way where they're putting the guilt onto us for correcting them. And it's just like, I don't want to go around making everyone feel guilty about the fact that I'm trans, but I also want to go around being treated like a human being. Yeah. I'm very <laughs> excited for this very silly series that will hopefully be enlightening and also funny. Yeah, I, I'm excited too. Um, make sure to send me some links and I will plug you because I enjoy sharing things because I like to support my friends. Uh, guilty. <laughs> of course. All right. Um, next question. Truce. What is the current song that's stuck in your head? Um, I feel like I just had, oh, it's so trashy. I. I wanted something to put uh, on while I was cleaning the other day and I had never seen any episode of The Real Housewives of Anything. And my friend put me on it and I've just been blowing through it. Um, and uh, I don't even know the name of the song. They were just, I was just watching it while I was tidying up my place and they were on a boat cruise and there was, that's not a good answer. It was a silly song on a boat cruise from the Real Housewives. Um, All right. It's a terrible answer, but I've been watching a lot of reality TV. This is a judgment-free zone. <laughs> <laughs> I do like reality TV, but I feel like I need to put on something else. Yeah. I am... Um... I have such a, like, it's not for me, but I'm not gonna make fun of anyone for liking something that's not for me. That's my opinion on reality TV. So I just like, I really have nothing to say about it. I'm just like, oh, cool. I got a real wake up call a few years ago. I made a post and I was poking fun at everybody being excited about the Super Bowl. And then somebody was like, you post all the time about The Bachelor. So you don't really have a place to make fun of what other people like. And I was like, that is super true. And so from then on, I'm like, 
I'm going to own it. I like trashy TV and uh, whatever people like, then that's their thing and get on them. Yeah, it's just the whole philosophy of don't be a dick. Let people like what the. Yeah, it's very true. They like as long as there's someone you're probably. Or, or they are. But... Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh... <laughs> All right. So let's move on to our real version of the game. Um, do you want to go first? I haven't played Truth or Dare in so long, and I'm so amped for this, but I feel really nervous. And I have no idea. You did a very good job at keeping this very secretive. And um, I think that I think I want you to go first, if that's okay. Absolutely. Okay. So I choose Dare. <laughs> we'll start. I, it took a long time to solidify my list and I hope that you're okay with that I'm going to start from the least ridiculous to we're going to go to the most ridiculous so I am going to dare you to do you have any small snacks near you I do like, perhaps I have a bowl of cherries Perfect. I'm going to dare you to try and throw one up in the air and catch it in your mouth. Oh, good. All right. I'll. <laughs> I believe in you. I'll readjust the camera so I can be comfortable. And it's gone forever. <laughs> <laughs> It walks out of my mouth, so that's like a passing grade. I think that counts. Okay. Good job. <laughs> Thank you. All righty. Um, B, truth or dare. Okay. I'm going to be a little baby at first, and I'm going to go with uh, truth. All righty. What type of self-affirmation practices do you do? Oh, that's a really lovely question. Thank you. That's tough. I have I have one or two word sayings that I say to myself a lot and I write out sometimes. Like last year I was going through a really tough time and in a very unlikely place with a producer that I really didn't know very well. It was, it was very strange, but she saw that I was struggling and she gave me a very stern, um, it wasn't, it wasn't warm, but it was this like really sweet, kind of like a pep talk, but it was very affirming. But anyways, at the end of it, she said onward. And I just really, really loved that. And so, Onward is something that I try and remember a lot. Um, yeah, I, um, do you mean like things that I do to kind of like center myself and make myself kind of feel good and positive? Like any anything yeah. at all? Yeah, anything at all. 
I was recently um, looking at breathing exercises because I find that when I'm when I'm anxious or in a situation that I feel nervous about a lot of times, like, I don't know, I find that very helpful, but I feel uncomfortable. Like at comedy clubs before, like whenever I would go up, before I was gonna do a set, I felt like I was being such a weirdo in a green room and just being like, and like visibly looking like I was not okay, which always feels so uncomfortable when you're trying to be okay and then there's other people around and stuff. Mm -hmm. so, um, recently, I was just looking at other breathing exercises that, I mean, I guess they're all really similar, but there's this one that I don't know why I like it the most. And it's like, you inhale as much as you think you can. And then just when you think that you can't do more, you do one last one. And then you exhale until your whole belly. That really helps me like slow down um, a bit. My brother and I have a few things we say to each other and it's mostly from songs, but there's this one song by Frank Ocean called Swim Good. And the whole overlying uh, theme and like what it means between us is just like, you're okay, swim good, things are all right. I don't know, that's just one thing that I think about a lot too. That's that's beautiful. That was, I love I loved every answer. I don't have a favorite and I don't need to pick a favorite. So I accept them all. No, no. <laughs> that was a Sorry. very thoughtful question. Yeah. I like that a lot. Oh, yeah, thank you. I made it myself. <laughs> all right, am I asking you now? Yes. I choose truth, yes. Yeah, truth. Yeah, truth. Okay. I will ask a question that kind of aligns with that. Um, well, I mean, this is a little similar, but not really, I suppose. Anyways, uh, what do you do during all of this to manage stress or anxiety? I have several um, different um, methods. It depends for me a lot in what kind of anxiety I am dealing with. So if it's something that's from like an external source, um, like, like just other people, then I will do a reset and I will kind of just, I don't like to say I shut myself out because I'm too much of a people person to ever do that. But I do um, kind of, I, I have, reset techniques. I'll take a shower. I'll take a nap. I will just, I have, um, I've been doing a lot of yoga and I do a lot of just physical grounding methods that work well for me that, um, it's similar where it's just like a, a step. Um, it, it's like a step beyond the, the breathing where it's like you get your whole body into it. And I find that that kind of will do a good like shake up to help me get through a moment of stress as well as just openly indulging in escapism. <laughs> Those are very relatable, um, except I, I haven't done yoga and I know that I would really like it and benefit from it. And that's very cool that you do it, but that's very yeah, it's yeah, um, there are so many videos for anything. Like, honestly, sometimes I'll just type in, like, yoga for whatever kind of mood I'm in, or I have a lot of chronic pain issues. So, I'll, like, yoga for this tension. 
And there is um, one yogi on YouTube. Um, her name's Adrienne. So it's just yoga with Adrienne. And she has a video for like every kind of ailment. And she's just like quirky and good. And I like I recommend her videos for yoga because of how thorough she is. She's great for, for beginners. And she also is great for not beginners. <laughs> That's very cool. I'll check that out. I think I would feel comfortable doing something like that by myself. Uh, that seems a lot less intimidating to like yeah. something up and try and figure it out. Yeah, she actually, um, she's been doing these videos for a few years, but um, over the course of lockdown has completely just skyrocketed because, well, I'm, I'm not alone in my discovery of yoga with Adrian. <laughs> That's lovely. That makes sense. A lot of people are trying to figure out what the heck to do during this and yoga is a really healthy choice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I find um, I need to figure out better ways to handle my stress. Uh, not that it's unhealthy necessarily, but I get really manic and like at the beginning of all this and still on, on bad days, I like, I will pull everything out of my closet, reorganize it, dust every drawer, like purge, mm -hmm. whatever, just so I feel like I'm doing something proactive, uh, organizing or whatever it is. So my space feels a little more put together. Yeah, that was the very first thing I did as soon as I realized like how real lockdown was going to be. I just um, I did a complete purge of just because like before I had moved a one bedroom apartment into one bedroom. So uh, I kind of had a moment of accepting like, you know what, I don't know when I'm going to have my own apartment again. I'm just going to accept that there's no room for these things. And it, it was awesome. I felt really good about it. And it gave me like a cleaner and open, more open area. And I totally understand that not everyone has the opportunity to completely like shake up their space. But mm -hmm. sometimes even just like relocating your bed or something like that can be what you need. So sometimes it's the little things. And sometimes the little things push that rock that start the tumble and you go on your way to bigger, better things. <laughs> totally. I, um, last year uh, in May, I moved out of a very large apartment. Well, it was a two bedroom apartment, which was the biggest space I've lived in in a long time. And I, I had to move to a bachelor apartment. And so I had to get rid of more than half of my things. And now it, make, it did make me feel Good. getting rid of things is so hard but it made me feel lighter and it made me feel good and now in my apartment is so small every single thing has its place um which is great but i still feel like if i you know i'm being manic i'll go in my closet and i'll be like i, I need to donate this t-shirt this one t-shirt i haven't worn this in a long time or like whatever little thing and the other day i, lit, I just switched two lamps around my apartment and i'm like this is a new space. This feels good. This is a big thing that I did. But mm -hmm. you're right, little things that kind of make things feel a little fresher or at least ease your mind a little bit. Yeah. And um, also, like, I think waiting, I'm, or I, um, when I did my purge, I got rid of some costumes that I regret getting rid of because I was just like, oh, well, 
and I'm just, I've just, that's, that's my only regret of everything is like, like, oh, well, my, my cool zombie nurse costume's gone. <laughs> you can replicate it. Yeah, it's like, like everything that I had is stuff that I have made, so therefore can make again and will probably, will probably be better. So optimism. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm sure that that felt very good in the moment you getting rid of uh, what you felt you needed to, and that was great. And I'm sure that served you. And now if you decide you want to get, then I have no doubt that you'll get something that you love equally. Yeah. And I, I, I'm, um, um, if anyone watching has any other items that they want to add, or if you just want to just like support us, like Wes is always up for, <laughs> um, just drop a comment and then maybe you'll get to be featured on the image on the, on the screen, or I'll just talk about you. And that's also fun. <laughs> so, um, is I believe it's my turn. Pardon me? That, that was, was, no, that was my truth. Oh my goodness. I know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I, I, I assume you want to pick Dare. Let's get into it. All right. So I dare you to give yourself freckles using mustard. I did not. Okay. All right, friend. Here we go. As long as you give me a second after to run over and get a napkin. Oh, that's up to you. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I should have included a napkin on my list of demands. <laughs> yeah, I had to really check the expiration date. I'm like, I don't know what they're going to make me do, but this better not be expired. It's bold and spicy. So putting it on oh. my face is better than putting it in my mouth. Oh, are you Would not I a fan of spice? Pardon? Are you not a fan of spice? Oh, I love spice, but I thought that I would be ingesting it in a shot glass or something awful. I was prepared for that, but. I'm oh, yeah, I guess <laughs> a shot of mustard is a bit different than just enjoyment of mustard. Here we go. All right. Give a little shake. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Have I never, I've never opened it. Fresh mustard. Fresh mustard. Going all fresh. out. All right. Maybe I can use this on the face. Your this is is your camera backwards too? I, I'm using just my laptop. Oh, the image from what I'm actually doing is backwards. I'm doing backwards, backwards. Yes, actually, because um. It's weird looking at it to do it. Yeah. Yeah, I've done that a few times when I when I was making the pillow fort and I went to correct the wrong side and then I knocked something over and I had a very silly moment by myself. <laughs> okay, I think these count as freckles, just sporadic little ones. What do you think? There. I think you look great. Thanks, friend. It's a little, it's a... I don't know if my skin's dry, but it stings a little bit. Oh gosh. <laughs> I am um, three feet away. I'm gonna grab it and then run back. 
I, I okay. completely at this. I was originally, my original plan was a mustard mustache. But then I just thought like that would get, um, that would, that could be um, irritating to the nose. <laughs> That's, I appreciate that. All right, yeah. a little refresher. Here I am. I a little more first year in so long. <laughs> I'm so okay, glad. Truth or dare for you? I choose dare. <laughs> okay. I'm going to dare you to attempt to do some sort of ridiculous magic trick. Okay. Whatever that means to you. All right. Okay. I'm excited how on board you are immediately. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> Unreal. On fire. Magic. <laughs> well done. Thank you. <laughs> Alrighty, truth or dare. That was very quick thinking. That's oh, thank you. That is like my go-to magic trick. I mean, it was, yeah, that's my go-to magic trick. I also did that in clown class. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. That's very cute. Um, truth. Truth, okay. How do you handle seeing people you love take precautions that you disagree with? Oh, that is tough. Um, my, I started back to work about two months ago and um, I'm a production assistant for commercial. So my job normally would be, I would have a pickup day, a day or two or three to shoot the commercial and then a day to return things. And so I would pick up a truck and load it with gear that went for the commercial and then drive the truck to the shoot and unpack everything and set it up. And I'm just telling you this boring story because at the beginning of COVID, uh, I was getting hired to do really safe jobs. Um, like for McDonald's commercials, I would get hired because I have a car and I would have to go to someone's house in like Newmarket or King City or Pickering. And I would, um, let's say 11 o'clock, I would have to bring 10 Big Macs with bacon. And I would put it on their front porch. I would go to my car, text them it's there. And then I would wait. And then an hour later, I'd bring like 10 more Big Macs. And, and so these jobs, had kind of thought things through and they were make, making them super safe. And like, I had never talked to anybody except the person I was picking at McDonald's from. Um, but now uh, everything is kind of back to normal and it's really, really hard working in a crew with like 50 people, 60 people. And you have to kind of count on everyone being safe and feeling the same way you do about everything. And it's, it's been so stressful and it's made me like really anxious and angry in a lot of ways. And even seeing people I love not taking things as seriously and like maybe even just making little allowances here and there and stuff. 
it's tough. It's really tough because at some degree, I understand that everybody's doing their best. Their best looks different to us all, but I don't know. My mom's a teacher and my brother, he has uh, heart issues and there are so many, um, my girlfriend has an autoimmune disease and like there's so many people that I care about so much. And I'm just like always worried, like yeah. sick with worry all the time. My grandma, I love her so much. She's um, at like an elderly residence and they're being safe there. But I, I just have work as this like example of so many things going wrong and then I just internalize that and I get so stressed out. And so whenever I see people I love that are maybe taking precautions, not as seriously or being a little lax, I just, I just get really worried. Yeah. And I, I try to be gentle and loving and be like, please stop. I want this to be over and I want you to be safe. But uh, I don't know. I've just kind of been spinning a bit, to be honest. I, I've, been yeah. struggling a bit lately. Everything is so weird. Yeah, um, it's something I've been struggling with as well. But I do, um, I, I do have a bit of advice for this. If you would like me to say some words. <laughs> so, um, the biggest and most difficult thing to accept is that you can't control the actions of others, and that you can only control how you react to it that is like it's i can be as like i i have a lot of members of my family who um not to name names but um who are rather close to me and i see them actively just ignoring precautions and it really frustrates me especially when i have like another my cousin who is 100% watching this because she's my biggest fan hi um she is getting um she's getting married and i had this wonderful phone call with her yesterday where i was just like like i did this amazing communication thing where i was honest with her about my fears and concerns and she told me about all the precautions that she's been taking, that her fiance is taking. And we started talking about the precautions that other family members are taking. And it is the kind of thing that will, like, what I said to her was she needs to put her comfort first, not other people's happiness. Because if she learns that people aren't being safe, but they still want to attend her wedding, then they're going to have to make a change or they can't go. Because... It's already that's to have something like this. It's already she like done to like close, close family. And it's already kind of scary. And if the people who are able to go aren't taking it seriously, then what's the point? So yeah. it's totally. sorry, you go. <laughs> well, no, I, I totally oh. agree with you. I've said that a lot on set when people are like if I do this thing or this thing, that's like a rule now, it's going to make my job longer and harder. And it's like, this is a pandemic. What is the point of coming back to work or going to do the thing or like trying to keep ourselves and each other safe if we're, you know, not doing it full speed ahead? Yeah, because there's no point in doing the precautions half-assed. And I um, am confident and lack of confidence in certain people 
to take those precautions and it's scary. And I think that the best thing that we can do is like, sometimes you need to like sugarcoatedly be honest where it's not like you can't go into it being like, you're going to kill five people by all of like, by, by dot connects. Like, like that's a bit intense and will make them like, that's what makes people defensive. Um, I find yeah. that a lot of people are going into like a trauma response of everything is fine. It's the same kind of response that you see people in like a war torn area going, going through when they just go about their day while everything is happening around them. It's a different kind of scale, but it's so similar in our situation right now where it's, if you don't have the choice to stay home and stay safe and you have to go out, eventually your body is going to get exhausted about uh, like of being in fear all the time. And you're seeing it everywhere. People are getting complacent about the precautions. And I don't think that's completely due to ignorance or lack of education. I think that it is because like, it's a group trauma response and it's awful. And that's why I think like the enforcements are important because enforcements counter complacency. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so thank you for your yeah, sorry. Uh, sorry for that. Um, answering your truth. <laughs> no, I didn't but, know. That was great. Um, thank you. <laughs> for me, I'm going to choose. I'm going to choose. I'm going to choose truth. What's your favorite weepy, sucky movie? Weepy, sucky movie? Hmm. Yeah. Like, do you, I, I feel like I'm not alone in this, but I, there's a couple of movies that if I'm in a mood and I just want to cry and wallow in my sadness or whatever it is, there's a few staple movies that I have that I'm sure are very silly, but do you have one of those? I actually do not. When I'm in a bad mood or when I'm upset, I watch Labyrinth. <laughs> so it's like I don't it's not I don't cry with it it's just um every time I watch it I find something new to get passionate about involved like there's just something else that grabs me in it because it was such a full rounded passion project that there's always just some kind of element in the movie that I can latch on to that will inspire and like excite me sometimes and like that's not a complete perfect method, but it is an often enough method. I've found that when I've talked to people, a lot of people don't have a movie like that because when they're in a mood like that, they want to watch something that's uplifting or that they have whatever type of comfort that means to them. Maybe it's something that makes them laugh or something from their childhood. So that was a great answer. Yeah, thank you. And like, I totally understand like, the importance of having like the, like, the sad um, movie, it's almost like a group, it's its like a, a validation of just like, okay, it's okay to cry. <laughs> it's okay to let it go. Yeah. Oh, we have, um, we have an answer. It's not silly, but I watched the movie Lion. I've never seen that movie, I really want to. I'm not, I've never even heard of it, tell me about I it. 
Um, is that the one? Is it the one with the guy um, from Slumdog Millionaire on the train? And I don't really know the premise, but I remember that everyone thought it was incredible and I had it in my head that I wanted to see it. If I'm wrong, I apologize, but I think it's that one. Let's see if Rick. So <laughs> Mine are Dear John, which is, what are yours? Dear John, which is very silly. Uh, or Legends of the Fall makes me like ugly sob with Brad Pitt and early Brad Pitt. Early Brad Pitt. <laughs> Best. Brad I mean, Pitt. it's just a devastating movie, but. <laughs> All right. And Inside Out as well Inside as. Out. Such oh a good God. choice. <laughs> that movie just is so wonderful, but also just like. Oh my god. And that scene with what's his name? Bing Bong. Oh my goodness. I was not ready. I oh I, I have I have a crying movie, um, sort of. Um it's the intro the intro to up will make me cry every time. Oh yeah, for sure. Like yeah. I just yeah. Oh, yeah. and we have the answer That'd for what the lion is. So I want to solve this mystery. <laughs> All right, it's the true story where oh. he gets separated from his family in India and gets found and adopted by a family in Australia. And then 20 years later, reunites with his biological mother. I understand why that would be, um, that sounds like an emotional journey. Yeah, that stuff would wreck me. I. Um, parental bonds or like the things that always like the staples that get me are like like really good character development and character sacrifice and um yeah. like a character accepting their death as well as like parental loss those are like my yeah. big oh, that always make me cry yeah me too for sure and anything to do with animals ever Oh yeah, that's that one doesn't even need to be listed because that's if you're not crying, then yeah. There's, I have another list for you. <laughs> anyway, um, truth or dare? Dare. Let's get into it. Dare. Alrighty. I dare you to make a Facebook status using predictive text. Starting with, seriously, I'm so, and then hitting the center button five times until, or until a sentence is formed. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, I'm on my phone. I haven't posted in a while. Oh, that means people might get notifications. I'm so. To this. And then what do I have to do? I'm so, and then you hit the center button until it forms a sentence. <laughs> so stupid. Okay. Oh, you can't read that. Oh no. Seriously, I'm, seriously, I'm so happy that the team will do that. 
What <laughs> what is that? Perfect. Oh god. I'm gonna post this. Yep. I mean it could have been worse. Yeah, there are a lot of different words that uh, that can come after I'm so sad. Sorry. Oh. Horrendous. Okay, I posted it. <laughs> Yay. It could have been a lot worse. Yes. I, it's hilarious that it's sort of sports related because I don't know anything about sports. I feel like something big happened recently, but uh, we'll see. You can follow along with where that's going to go. Yeah, I'll, um, I'll pop on and fully support it. <laughs> All right. I okay. True. Oh, I guess you should ask me first. True for dare. <laughs> right. I choose dare. This is ridiculous, but I dare you to crank call my mom and ask her for refrigerated running. Oh my goodness! Absolutely, I'll put it on speakerphone and everything. Obviously. Okay, so we'll, we'll, um, maybe um, text me her number for privacy purposes. Okay. Okay, I'm sending it to your messenger. Okay, thank you. Alrighty, hope she answers. Um, hi, I was just calling to see if your refrigerator was running. Why well, are you going to go catch it? Well, if my mitt is big enough, that would be splendid. Mm, it was running the last time I checked, but I'm not sure what direction it went in. Huh, I find that they often go south. Um, well, I'm kind of running east-west. This is a really old joke. I've heard this before. I thought you were going to be a duck cleaner. Oh, no. No ducks here. <laughs> no ducks? I know, right? Exactly. I'm so tired. I tell them I don't like ducks anymore. Yeah, um, tell them you're allergic to feathers. Hey, I hear you, girl. <laughs> is like is this a joke or like I'm not sure how I'm supposed to deal with this. It's kind of late too to be calling about my refrigerator. Twenty four hour repair. Hang up on her. All right. Well, you know what? I think if maybe south to the lake, you may be right. I am close to Lake Ontario. So going to see if it's running or is this something I have to do? Um, I'll keep an eye out for it and I'll get back to you. Okay, you know what? Stainless steel with a black handle. Oh, perfect. That's um, I'll be able to find it right away. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you so much for calling. Oh, my pleasure. You have a great night. Thank you. You too. Bye, Bye. now. Bye. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs>
<laughs> she knows I'm involved. She knows herself very well. She knows I'm involved. I like yeah. how you continue that going into lovely conversation with my mom who is uh, trying to trying to outsmart the crank caller. Yeah. Yeah, there she'll uh, yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. I almost want oh I wouldn't do that to you. <laughs> I almost want to get you to call my dad, but no. <laughs> well, it's truth or dare. All right. Oh, and it's your turn, truth or dare. Okay. Uh oh truth. Okay. What has the most helpful escape for you been? Hmm. That's tough. I feel like with work, I'm either like go, go, go. And when I have downtime, I, <clears throat> Rick's so cute. Um, I just interrupt you with that one. <laughs> that was really cute. Um, I've been really struggling to be honest with finding healthy ways to cope with things. Like a few weeks ago, I got um, a real wake up call with like, how I just need to fix the things that I can control and have been really unhappy about. And so I cut out a lot of things. Like I was uh, drinking a lot of, I mean, in general, but I was drinking a lot of wine and beer and I was eating really bad food and I, I worked so long and so late, wasn't drinking enough water and I wasn't exercising at all. And I, um, decided to like cut out everything that I felt like I could cut out, um, like pop and beer and wine and like with food, eating really clean and going on walks and drinking water. So for the last two weeks, I've lost um, about 10 pounds. It feels really good, but I've been very focused on physically putting into me the best things that I could and, and not like, you know, I don't know. It just, it makes me feel like I have control over, you know, the things that I don't like and I can figure that out and, and rectify those issues that I've had with myself. And it makes my body physically feel a lot better, which makes my head feel a bit better. But a lot of times I find that I, I have the best of intentions for a day off and I'll clean and I'll just feel so exhausted. And I kind of, I'll, I'll just stay at home and not, go for that walk sometimes or be social because socially distancing is so stressful a lot. It's hard to see our friends and, you know, not hug them and just, if I'm going to go to a park, like then I have to think about how close is the park to my home and is there a bathroom and all of these things. It's just so exhausting. So sometimes I'll go on drives by myself. Um, I, uh, my girlfriend and I have been, hanging out and uh, cooking and playing video games and 
um, I don't know. I, I'm pretty much going day by day what I feel like throughout the day and I count all the little things that are good things that I've done and healthy things. I'm counting those as wins and trying to feel proud of that instead of feel like I've wasted a day or not done enough. Yeah, absolutely. And in our current like global climate, I don't think that there's such a thing as a wasted day. I think that right now surviving and getting through each day is such a feat on its own. Even yeah. if like, like we're, if you're doing everything that you can, then why is it something that you should be ashamed of? Everyone out here is just trying to do their best and your best will vary from day to day. And that is like one of the most important lessons that I've ever learned is just accepting that just because I could do it yesterday doesn't mean I can do it tomorrow, but that doesn't mean I can't ever do it again. It just means that I need to rest. Yeah, totally. Um, and I'm, I'm kind of a hypocrite because this is the advice that I give to the people that I care about all the time. And like, even with my show show where I, read people bedtime stories. Um, at the end, I always say, I hope you had a nice day today, but whatever type of day you had, you did your best and your best is more than good enough. And I'm proud of you and I appreciate you and I love you. And I really, really mean that when I'm saying that to everyone else. Yeah. But when I, like for today, for example, I had a lot of things I wanted to do. And one thing that I've really, makes me feel more in control and feel better is when I have a very old car and um, it was my grandma's car and I love it so much and I respect it so much. And every couple of weeks, um, if it gets like, you know, inside, I just like to make sure that I, I wipe it all down and make it look all clean and shiny and stuff. Um, but I wanted to clean out my whole car, like Windex it and like Lysol it and clean out my trunk and take it to a car wash and vacuum it out. And today I cleaned out my car and I cleaned my trunk up. And so it's all organized, but I didn't wipe it all down and I didn't take it to a car wash. And I was like really upset with myself for a minute. I was like, I could have done more and I'm disappointed that I'm allowing this, but I was so exhausted and I'm trying to be kinder to myself with the, the things that I have done and be like, this was good. I followed through with this thing and that's when. So tomorrow or the next day when you feel up to it, then you can do these other tasks that you've created for yourself that you want to check off. That's perfect. That's amazing. That is catching yourself in the moment and just like that is re you're reassessing it and you're, I do know, sorry, I, I just started studying social work. So I'm just like, I know the technical term for what you're doing. And I just forgot it. I I it yesterday. <laughs> but anyway, um, um, a nice affirming message for you. So I'll just do that while I try to find what I was trying to say. <laughs> Thanks, Gabriel. You have very lovely friends watching this and being proactive. It's very nice. I love it. I love it so much. I am so appreciative. It's really. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I um, I totally lost my thoughts. So we're just gonna. Um, I am going to. 
Wait, sorry, was that that was your truth? So it's my turn. Yeah, I'm just erasing okay. all the things where we're getting close to the end. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, so we should have an odd number left, right? Yeah. So um, I will choose whichever there is two of left. Truth. Uh, yeah, truth. Okay, I choose truth. What's your favorite comfort snack if you're feeling kind of down in the dumps and the thing that you're, this is going to make me feel happy and my heart feel full, healthy or unhealthy? Ice cream. Ice cream is my go-to. I have been, um, the Ben and Jerry's core has been amazing. It's brownie. It's like, like it's normal, like brownie and chocolate and vanilla ice cream with brownie batter core in the inside. Mm -hmm. So that has been my go-to comfort. If I can't get that, then I get just regular brownie ice cream, which is not a disappointing alternative. I also, my weakness is Dorito sweet chili heat. Oh my God. Those are so, that has been uh, a whole process, not eating any of those for the last few weeks. Those are so delicious. Yeah, my uh, oh, I have a healthy snack. My favorite. <laughs> I have um, my my healthy chocolatey snack is banana soft serve. So healthy. Um, I take a frozen banana and some hot chocolate powder and chocolate almond milk, and then I blend it together, and then it's chocolate banana soft serve, and it is it's vegan and healthy. Oh my god, it sounds so it's good. So good. It's so good. Also, um, chocolate avocado pudding is my other. I do eat healthy. Look at me go. <laughs> my chocolate alternatives. Good for you. Oh, thank you. Well, you can ask me whatever the odd number is. All righty. So we're going to have a dare for you. Oh, God. Okay. Let's do it. All right. All right. Oh, all right. Hold Let's see if I can open my glasses. Okay. Not, not Hold at all. Hold the hot sauce in your dominant hand for the duration of the episode. What if you asked me that like 45 minutes ago? That, that, is would, a <laughs> that would have been unfortunate, wouldn't it? <laughs> Bonus points. If you lick it whenever someone says um or swears. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Almost empty. Sriracha. Oh, fucking A, eh? <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> I put in that rule because I don't swear that often. <laughs> well, I'm going to make sure I don't. <laughs> All right. Truth or dare? Hmm. Dare. Okay. Buckle up, social media. Take a oh. picture of yourself pretending to be sleeping and post it online. And I wasn't specific, but I really would love a ridiculous caption. Pretending like it's a candid shot, but obviously you took the picture. Okay, of, of me sleeping or, okay. Pretending to be asleep. Okay. 
<laughs> Perfect. Okay. Um, coming at you, social media. What's the caption going to be? Something silly like just fall asleep like this or um, through, but I think posting it like you're actually sleeping is very, very funny. Mm -hmm. Should I do a caption contest and have, I'm going to post it at the end of the episode and I'm going to let someone else caption a photo of me sleeping. So I, if I can chime in, I would like to say uh, bonus points for whoever is the silliest and most ridiculous. Mm -hmm. That's the vibe I personally want to see from this. Oh, of course, of course. I Because uh, like, like my first instinct is like, oh, Bay caught me sleeping. I was going to say that too. <laughs> And I'm just like, like, no, I can do better. Yeah. I, can do better. I feel like your friends are very creative and I'm excited to see what's going to happen. I'm so excited. But um, in the meantime, I shouldn't be allowed to have pigtails. <laughs> anyway, um, truth or dare. Do I have an even number? You have an even number. So this is just... Do you, I guess it's the question is, what do you want to end with? I want to end with the dare. So let's go okay. to truth. The, that's probably why you were so confused when I was like, okay, I have my two shot glasses. And you're like, why? But I thought you were going to definitely make me shoot this and the mustard. So joke's on me, I guess. Yeah, I am. Um, I gave your supplies. I gave your supply list with the intention to confuse you. I wanted to give you things that you would guess, but um, you're wrong. Congratulations. <laughs> you did it. I did it. Thank you. All right. Ooh. Um, what has been something positive that came out of lockdown? Oh, I think something positive that's also been difficult and terrifying has been I have been most self-reflective. I've been in a really long time and I allowed, excuse me, I allowed myself to go real deep and ugly and um, just like acknowledge a lot of things that I feel like I've been putting off and not dealing with and issues within myself and I don't know, just kind of all encompassing and really actually put in real work. Because yeah. at, the at the beginning of all this, I was just spiraling. I, I mean, I know none of us knew what to do, but I was just, it's tough when you see on social media, people are either really, really not okay or really crushing it and it's, I don't know, it's all just so much. So I've allowed myself to slow down and really think about things that I've just been putting off and like what I want to change and who I want to be and stuff. So I don't think that I would have done that. I've, I've for so many years, I've had like one or two or three jobs and with this job I have now, it's like, it was working anywhere from like four to seven days a week from like, 
12 to 20 hours a day and it was just like, go, go, go. I didn't see anybody or, you know, have time for important things. So slowing down was really, really beneficial. And I feel like I am different coming out of this in good ways, which is really nice because I thought it'd be just bad. Yeah. That, and that's something that I would say that you're definitely not alone in. I feel like a lot of people were almost in a like running on empty kind of flow of just go, go, go. And the lockdown was like a force reset. Mm-hmm. It, because it, for the first time, gave people the chance to think and reassess. And yeah. I'm so glad that you got to have that. Yeah, me too. It's, it was scary and awful often, but very necessary. And um valuable so yeah that's my answer amazing thank so you ridiculous. <laughs> all right um so i just have a final truth correct yeah you do okay i i choose truth <laughs> what do you my question was, do you have a nighttime ritual? And I recognize I should have brought that, made it more. Um, uh, what do you do at night when you're settling in for bed? What's your whole, do you have a ritual or things you do to calm your mind and get into bedtime mode? Yes and no. Um, I have... I have three answers to this. One is just, no, I just drop when I do, (laughs) which I do more often than I would like to, but that is a circumstance of just existing. Sometimes you get sleepy before you're ready. (laughs) Um, The other is I will like try to unwind and like, like I'll watch something until I get tired. I will like, I will, I will always, um, I always want to disconnect from social media, but most of the time I have like my phone or my computer in my hand until my eyes are falling or until like I know I have to go to sleep. But on good days where I realize it's time to go to bed and I give myself time to unwind and I do all of the things that my therapists tell me to do, <laughs> um, I do like a, like a nighttime yoga. I like do a complete like like physical like 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 I I wash my face every night, but like I, I like I do it in a more pointed way. I I I mean it more, <laughs> and I just I like I, I do the nighttime yoga. I wind down. I completely turn off um, like technology, and I will listen to something. So most of the time, it'll just be like an audiobook or a podcast. Sometimes I then will listen to my own comedy because I can't sleep. So I'll take notes on different things. Wow, that's brave. I can't do that. Good for you. Uh, I... I always try to listen to a show while I still have the show high, and then I will listen to it also a week later and see how my notes differ. Good for you. That's obviously so important. I I find it very, very difficult, but that's great. Oh, yeah, it sucks. I hate it. It's hard, but I do it because I feel like I have to, so I do. (laughs) Good for you. That's awesome. Thank you. 
Yeah, so like, I guess like focusing on my craft helps me get to sleep, <laughs> which is like like focusing and resetting and doing something else usually is what helps. Um, I'm going to take a moment to remind our great watchers of the caption contest we're having because I haven't seen any entrances and I'm impatient and I really want to read funny things. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm so excited. I am confident and I feel like, oh my goodness, what if us talking up how great my friends are made them feel self-conscious and they're just like, oh no, now I have to do something great. Know what, friends? It's okay to be mediocre sometimes, as long as you try. Because sometimes your first thought may be usual or normal to you, but it's not something anyone would ever think of. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, life is cool, and we should embrace it. And embarrass me as well. I will, I will, I'm, I'm, Committing, by the way, I'm going to post it on like all of my platforms because I have no shame. So I'm going to post it on both like the like the Ray Lockdust comedy as well as just like the personal profiles because I, I like attention. <laughs> Please make sure you tag me. Oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> all right. Um, that being said, are you ready for your final dare? I'm ready. You're so ready. I can tell. You're so excited. I don't know if I can put this down for it. I'm excited though. Alrighty. I dare you to give yourself a unibrow using the nearest makeup product. Isn't that wild that I just happen to have two of recently bought red lipstick from Dollarama right next to me? Especially with my. <laughs> this might be taped shut. Do I have permission to put this down for a second? I will allow it. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. Look at this. What is happening? <laughs> you have true bedhead. I'm going to do this with the wrong hand and taking off my glasses. So I literally can't see anything. I'm excited. Did I do it? I I think you can go better. Go big. I can't see it. <laughs> and it's the opposite. You are setting me up for failure. It's not failure oh, as long as you try. Oh, I can do that. <laughs> beautiful. Beautiful. I guess you were right, friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is, I would expect nothing less than to look like this after a sleepover. Exactly. Oh, have you ever actually put makeup on someone while they were asleep or what, what is a kind of sleepover prank you have pulled? I don't even know if I have, I feel like I did everything so late in life and I was such a rule follower and I always was so sensitive about everyone's feelings. I don't know if I ever did. I definitely never put makeup on someone's face before. I'm boring. I don't know if I ever did. 
Oh. A sleepover prank. Uh, nothing that comes to mind. I was the girl at the sleepover. No one You're had to worry about it. Were you, I was, I was the weird one. I was always the weird one, but I was <laughs> I think, I, I was like, I would just like tell really weird stories. So it was like, I was just like, I would like prank everyone. I'd be like, oh, I have like, I, ha I actually did have um, a blanket that was like a baby blanket that was supposed to ward off like evil spirits. And as a kid, I would like tell people that. And I'd be like, you are the only, like, I'm the only one who is safe in this room sorry you and, cut out a little bit. What, what, what did you say oh i said that um as a child when um i had my special magic blanket that would ward off evil spirits i would tell the kids at the sleepover that i was the only one who was safe and that oh. the rest of you were in danger <laughs> and, on at least one occasion, I scared myself so much that I started crying. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say, I have this. So this is my bear from when I was a little baby in the hospital. And I still sleep with him. Oh, he's so soft. Uh, yeah, and uh, I, I had a baby's blanket. And I slept with it and I was so self-conscious when I was like a preteen and like a teenager and I couldn't sleep without it. And I was really stressed out about getting rid of my codependency because it's so embarrassing to have a blankie when you're, you know, of these ages. And then for my 18th birthday, my blanket was just so tattered. I could barely cuddle it. It was like this ball of knots with like this one piece like this big of fabric still and so for my 18th birthday my grandma bought me a new blankie and i still sleep with it every night and it's my favorite and i realized that that was all very silly and we can have whatever we want as our comfort yeah that's that's amazing thank you so much for sharing that <laughs> well friend you can see my blankie there's nothing wrong with it whatever we need to feel comfort and go to sleep is all okay yeah absolutely I don't want to scowl at you and I hope you don't misinterpret because I keep trying to not do this, but I just can't see anything at all. Well, I, I understand that as um, a glasses wearer myself, whenever a comet comes in and I probably make like this face, <laughs> every time I'm doing that, it's not you, it's me. <laughs> well, it, actually it's, it's usually Rick, but <laughs> all right. And we have, um, Oh, is that it for dares or do I have one more? That We're was done. it? I thought I thought so. I just needed to double check. So are you ready for the caption contest? Have people been writing in? We've gotten some. All right. So um entry number one. I actually don't know if this is an entry or if we were just being quoted, but <laughs> it's okay to be mediocre sometimes, as long as you try. <laughs> That's really cute. I like that. <laughs> like a brain with a nap. I actually, uh, um, when Bay goes to sleep before giving back my wig. Nice. That's Rick. Nice Rick. Yeah. Good old Rick. 
<laughs> that time when you pass out while watching Titanic, Titanic for the 47th time, hashtag sleepy baby, hashtag catch me sleeping, hashtag dreaming of Kate Winslet. Oh, I just almost wow. want dreaming of Kate Winslet. <laughs> well, that's my girlfriend, and I feel like she's personally attacking me right now. <laughs> oh, that makes it even better. I'm so glad. <laughs> I wonder if she likes my unibrow. I hope so. It um, really brings out the face. Well, I hope she likes this tube of red lipstick because I'm definitely not going to wear it again. And uh, so there you go, Carly. That's for you, Bill. Hope you like the shade. Get a look. <laughs> and the doppelganger is finally dead. Updates coming soon. <laughs> oh my God. It has to be that one. Yeah. I'm, I'm so glad that one was last. Um, <laughs> but, and, um, just to add, Carly was inspired by you. Thanks, and Bill. red is definitely your color, so. Thank you. That's yeah. very cute. I loved everyone's. Carly's yours was very cute, but I mean, Wes. <laughs> Good old Wes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, that will be the um, the caption for the final dare. And well, I, I can't wait to check my Facebook and see if everybody was very confused, or maybe they think that it's a it's a code, and it's a little game that I'm starting. Who knows? Yeah, actually, I I would probably predict it was a game. So, <laughs> like, oh, that B. <laughs> I'm still holding that. I've done very well. I'm so proud of you. Thank you so much. Um, you're, Wes, you're welcome for the validation. And um, <laughs> and B, thank you so much for being on the, sh being on the show. Thank you so much. <laughs> it's been very lovely. I didn't think that I would. I said to you, I don't know how, how long these normally go, but I don't know if I, I have it in me to be as, you know, be on for, for an hour, an hour and a half, but why so fast? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm so glad it wasn't like a looking at the time constantly experience for you. And I, I hope it's not like that experience for anyone, <laughs> now that I think about it. I just wanted to be entertaining you to be happy that you invited me. And now my, my, my computer is old. And when I started it, it was at 97%. And now it's at 6%. So. Oh, wow. So we are finishing just in time. So I will bid good night to everyone. Make sure that you follow both of us on all of our respected social medias, Raylock Dust Comedy and Bieber Tran Comedy, I believe, right? Thank you so much. This was very lovely and thoughtful, and I appreciate you. And I had fun. You. Thank you so, so much for being on the show. This has been a blast. And um, don't drink the hot sauce too fast because I know you're really excited about it. So it, it's getting warm. I'm going to put it back in the fridge with my mustard. <laughs> That's good. Um, you know what? They're great together. I've sriracha and hot and spicy bold make great combinations. So I fully oh. endorse your decision in your condiments. And um, with Rick's note, we will. Bid good night. Good night, friends.